major priorities as a believer. Now, I said a believer and not a Christian. I said a believer and not a churchgoer. Because there is a vast difference between you being a churchgoer and a believer, or you being a Christian and a believer. A Christian simply is someone who follows Jesus Christ, or someone who follows Christ. Are you with me? A churchgoer is someone who just attends church, who only comes for Sunday service, Tuesday service, Thursday service. That is a churchgoer. But a believer is one who believes in God. You can be a Christian and not be a, full, a, a, be, uh, a believer. Why? Because a Christian simply means a follower of Christ. And someone can be your follower and not be a believer of you. Are you with me? When a lion is following a bear, does that make the lion a follower of the bear? You understand? So, uh, the lion is seeking to devour the bear. So, as much as the lion is following the bear, that necessarily means that the lion believes in the bear. He <laughs> believes in it as a meat. <laughs> so you can be a Christian, alright, and still not be a believer. Why? Because we all come to church, you are born into a Christian family, so you also call yourself a Christian. But there is a need for you to accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. For you to know that you are a true believer. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you are here and you call yourself a Christian simply because um, you were born into a Christian family, there is a need for you to revisit your Christian life or to revisit your salvation. Now, this, the second coming of Jesus Christ or the return of Jesus Christ is one major priority of the believer and also it is a major priority of God. And this is a priority of God that God accepts with a lot of excitement, which the angels in heaven and on earth even rejoice with God with. Are you with me? The angels of God in heaven and on earth rejoice with God about the return of Jesus Christ unto the earth. How are we able to tell that Jesus Christ is coming back on earth? The book of Acts chapter 1, the verse 10 to 11. Can we read together? The book of Acts chapter 1, the verse 10 to 11. So what does it say there? Can someone read for me please, if you are there? Acts chapter 1, the verse 10 to 11. Shepherd, I hate to. 
When Jesus Christ was going to the heavens, Bible said the people were looking, and then two men clothed in white garments came out or in, in white robes came out and said to the people of the town, These two men were angels which appeared in the cloud that came unto the people and told them that this man you are seeing ascending into the heavens like this. The same way as you see him go to the heavens, the same way he shall descend, he shall return to you again someday. Are you here? He said, the angels, the two angels said, this same man that you see ascending to the heavens, all right, will someday return to you. Now, the something he spoke about, we do not know the something he spoke about. Are you here? The day he spoke about, we do not know because no one knows when Christ is going to come. But he, they have, he has given us things that points to his coming. Are you here? Because if we know Christ Jesus is coming tomorrow, we will all pretend to live right. <laughs> so in order for us to, for you to be able to know good students, there is a need for surprise tests, right? Yes. If you don't have surprise tests, you will not know good students because anyone can go and chew and pour when they know the time is coming. Are you here? Yeah. But the good students are always ahead of time. They're always studying. They're always studying. Are you here? Now, there are prophecies that points to the coming of Christ. Some of you still don't believe that Christ Jesus is going to come again. Now, there are Bible prophecies. There are prophecies written in the Bible. These are prophecies that this man of God had a revelation from God and they wrote down. After, after that time, they look like liars. Are you here? After that time, they look like liars. But now, we know that what they wrote is truth. But maybe by then, they were called false prophets because all the things they were saying was not coming to pass then. And this thing that they were saying about the last of last days is coming to pass now. And this is why we know Christ Jesus is going to come. Because if they said that these things are going to bring the second coming of Christ, then there is a need for us to believe because all the things that will bring him is being fulfilled. Things like war. Bible says that the love who was called in the old age, where daughters will fight fathers, whatever it is. Then we see um, sicknesses, famine, all these things are taking place. And even the, kind, the current situation we are in about the virus is part of the prophecies we have received about the end times. And many more deadly diseases will come out. Much more deadly than COVID. <laughs> I hear. And these are all in the Bible. So how will you see all these things for being fulfilled and you still not believe in the return of Jesus? Christ. Now, my study or my word or my submission to you today is not to make you fear, but it's to make you love God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So I said the other day that we are not supposed to get to heaven or to know Christ through fear, but through love. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, he's written. And all these things point to the fact that Christ Jesus is going to come again. Now, if we are going to go to heaven because we are believers, we must understand that we cannot go to heaven only through death. Death is not the only way you can go to heaven. I have established in my teaching several several years that you can go to heaven even without dying. If when we look at the account of the life of Elijah, Elijah went through the chariot of fire without dying. Even Jesus Christ himself, when he was ascended the heavens. He wasn't dead and his body was going or his spirit was going. He went with his physical body. So we understand that one 
enter heaven or one can enter hell even without dying. Do we agree on that? Do we agree? Do we agree that you don't only have to die before you go to heaven? Okay. If we all agree based on scripture, then let's, let's move on. Now, if we all agree that death is not the only means by which you can go to heaven, uh, then we should be able to understand that death is not a bad thing. I'm going to be saying something, but I'll cut it short. I'm saying that death, death, D-E-A-T-H, or D-E-A-T, death, or death, is not a bad thing. To die is not a bad thing. To live equally is not a bad thing. But I want you to understand, death is not a bad thing. Death, tell me about death is not a bad thing. Because as a matter of fact, death is not the end of life. Death is not the end of a person's life. The death of a human person or a human body or a human being is not a death, not a death of a person. Death is simply transition into eternal glory or eternal damnation. Depending on your choice. That is if you have Jesus Christ or not. Again, the end of life. Death is just a transition. Transition into what? Transition into eternal glory or eternal damnation. I mean eternal glory because of heaven and eternal damnation because of hell or lake of fire. Are you here? Are you here? Maybe some of you are still having problems with the fact that death is not a bad thing. Let's read the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 7, the verse 1. Let's be very snappy. Let's all read Ecclesiastes chapter 7, the verse 1. If you are there, shout glory. If you are there, shout glory. Hey, you guys are not there. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, the verse 1. What does it say? It says that fresh, it says a good name is better than precious perfume. Then it goes ahead to say that the day of your death is better than the day you were born. <laughs> Hallelujah. The day you will die is better than the day you were born. <laughs> Some of you cannot say it, right? Hallelujah. <laughs> Some of you have already been misinformed about death, so you are very scared of death, which is not supposed to be so. Are you with me? Are you with me? Say that a good name is better than what precious perfumes. Then it goes like that. The day you will die, or that your death day is better than the day you were born. So, in other words, we are even supposed to be celebrating death days. We are supposed to be celebrating the day people die. Even more than death days. No wonder the Ghanaians like their bodies that advances <laughs> it well. Now, I'm serious about this. According to scripture. Now I want us to read the verse 3 to verse 4. 1, 2, let's go. So, in other words, there is a level of wisdom that is attached to death. There is a level of wisdom that is attached to you attending funerals. 
In other words, you become wise the more you see dead people. Let me read my message to explain to you more, more much more. Ecclesiastes 7, the verse 3 to 4. It says, Sorrow is better than laughter. Why? It may something in your face, but it sharpens your understanding. It says, Sorrow, sorrow. And it can make you frown, it can make you feel sad, but it has a way of changing or shifting, restructuring, you're reprogramming your understanding. It goes ahead to say in the verse 4. Someone who is always thinking about happiness is a fool. Just a wise person thinks about death. So last week, I taught you how you are wise, right? That one who is wise is one that wins souls. And again, to be able to prove that you, you are wise by winning souls, you must, you must like death. <laughs> Can I go on? Go on. A wise person thinks about death. How many of you think about death? When you think about death, you are scared and you live it. Right now, right now, some of you are already scared these steps. <laughs> So a wise person thinks about them. Why does why 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 is someone called wise when they think about them? Because even at funerals, you will begin to restructure your life, you begin to think that one day I will also be in that coffin. And if I be in that coffin or if I should die, where am I going? So that has a way of making you restructure your life. And that is why to 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 be at a place of mourning is better than to be at a place where there is part. The reason why to be at a place where there is mourning, where there is a funeral, than where there is party, is because a funeral has an ability to shape your understanding about life. It makes you recheck your life. That Madame for a minute, Madame for a year, we in the same day, you know. Hey, we want an army. It is here now. All we want to hear now, all come. When the person died, when the person goes, so you begin to think, and as, you, as much as you think, it makes you live your life better. It gives you an opportunity to live better. That is why it is wise for you to think about death. It makes you more secure because you don't know where you will go. So the more you think about him, the more wiser you become. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it is about thinking about it. It's not about confessing it to yourself. There are two different things. But as a man thinking, it has to be seen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, some of you are already scared about them. I want you to take the mentality of getting scared of them. Alright? And even some even in Ghana currently, when we wear black, when someone is in black, we quickly conclude that it's them. I didn't know which black blacks are. And they will be able to. No! The color of black is not only synonymous to death, it can also be synonymous to celebrations. Black is a nice color. It can even be your best color. You understand me? So that doesn't actually have to be a color where you mourn. So when you see black, you become scared. When you see a black cat, you become scared. When you see a black bear, you become scared. When you see that I was passionate, I saw something black flash on my face, you become scared. No, no. You should always be scared of black things. As a matter of fact, there was a dark side of God. I'll preach about it. Not today. You can't continue today. There is a dark side of God. Because God himself created darkness. It was God that created witches and wizards. So there is a dark side of God. Are you here? Or are you here, somebody? Yes. Alright. Now I want you to explain further. 
what you are supposed to fear is not death. What you are supposed to fear is losing the presence of God eternally, forever. What you are supposed to fear as you are seated here is not death. Are you here? What you are supposed to be afraid of is not death. What you are supposed to be afraid of is losing the presence of God eternally. Because is a transition. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell somebody what you're supposed to be afraid of. It's not death. But losing God eternally. However, the book of Romans chapter 8, the verse 38, the verse 39, that nothing shall separate us from the love of God. Neither death nor demons. No angels in any form shall separate us from God. So we being Christians, all right, we being believers of God, there is no way anything on earth, even the holy death, can separate us from God. Why am I saying because Bible said that I said right now that death is not the end of life, but transition into eternal glory or eternal damnation. Are you here? Eternal glory or eternal but we as Christians will not be separated from the presence of God. Because as much as a man would die who is a believer dies, he is going to eternal glory. That eternal glory is the presence of God. Over here, he is going to what? The presence of God. And I said the other day that hell is not hell because of fire. Neither is heaven heaven because of gold. Because there is gold on earth. But hell is hell because of the absence of Jesus Christ. And heaven is heaven because of the presence of Jesus Christ. So the transition into eternal glory is because of the presence of Jesus. And the transition to the eternal damnation is because of the absence of Jesus. Are you here? Oh, are you understanding? But we as Christians will not be separated because we are going into glory. So here we enjoy the presence of God. And when we able go there, we only enjoy the presence. So there is no, no sorrow. So, Paul said, for me to live is Christ, but for me to die is for gain. So, whichever way I win. So, for you, when you sit in car and something is about to happen, you shouldn't be shouting Jesus because you are afraid of dying. Because to live is Christ living. And to die is is a blast for you. And that you won't have time to sing. You are going to enjoy now. Yeah. So, for you to die is gain. For me to die is gain. No, you see, some of you, your child is how you were grown childly. How what you were taught as a baby is making you find it difficult to confess all these things. And you should be happy about them. As a matter of fact, when people die who are Christians, when Christians die, we shouldn't cry for them. We should be happy and glad for them because we know where they are going is better than where we are. We should be happy for them. If we will ever cry, it should be probably because we will miss them. But our crying should be because I don't know. Maybe I will tell the word of God in here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, our crying shouldn't be because that they have left us. Maybe you are crying because you don't know where they are going. It's okay. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, the cemetery again is not your last stop. Tell someone the cemetery is not your last stop. 
The cemetery, alright, this is the last one. The cemetery is a bridge to preserve your body. The cemetery is a bridge to preserve your body. The cemetery is not your last stop. Your last stop as a believer is the presence of God. But your last stop as an unbeliever is the lake of fire. Not even hell, lake of fire. Because hell is different from lake of fire. And I was saying, hell is even temporal. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell somebody, your last stop is not a cemetery. Your last stop is not a cemetery. But the presence of God. So many of you think that life ends at the cemetery. So the moment they go and bury the person, oh, they are sad. So let me cry my last cry. No. It is a transition into glory. Goodness. When I, when I understood this thing some years ago, when people die, I don't feel it again. At first, when I hear about death of people, it shakes me. But now, it's normal. <laughs> One of my uh, father's best friend died just um, this year. We didn't even know, like, I went. We were supposed to be feeling bad, but we didn't feel bad. Like, we're cool. Because of the understanding of death. Regardless of how he died. Even, you see, the way you die is important. The Bible even talks about it, but the way you die is important. The way you die is very important. To tell us if you are a believer or not. If you are a believer, you can't die by car crash. You cannot die by car crash. No, 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 no. No. You should eat and sit down, I'm ready to go. Your, your death shouldn't be caused by sickness. Mm. And diabetes. No, 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 no. It, it shouldn't be yours. I've, I've lived my life, I've fought my fight, I've run my race. It's not time for me to go. Let you go. I went to even visit the lady at the hospital. I prayed for the lady. 
But my major prayer for her was that she will receive Christ. Because already the prophetic word had come that this thing must happen and this guy will be lifted. So I knew that this girl will surely go. But as to where she is going is what I must secure. So that my main prayer for her was that she will enter heaven. Are you here? And that's what I did. And I told people, don't worry, you should be fine. God, you can encourage them in their own guys. I'm like I said, because if I should tell you that let them die, it is the best thing. They won't understand. They will be, be against me. Sometimes you have to tell me things that you want to be just small. Yeah, because my child is dying and telling me that she should die is a good thing. No, you won't understand it. So even though I know this and this will happen, I have to try to say some encouraging words to you. You understand? So it is because of our understanding of death, what we have been taught about death. But from today, those of you who have heard this preaching, this teaching, we shouldn't think about death to be a bad thing. But so far as you have Christ, it is a transition to glory. Are you with me? You are transiting into glory. If you want, also you can live forever. However, now, after all, will say something in the book of Hebrews, chapter 9, verse 27, that um, after death, there is what? Judgment. 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 Hebrews, chapter 9, verse 27. Hebrews, now we are entering to judgment. We talk about death, we are entering to judgment. Hebrews, chapter 9, verse 27. That after death, there is judgment. Now, Revelation chapter 20, verse 11 to 15 also makes uh, understand that. And the books will be open, and the book of life will be open. And them that whose names are not in the book of life will be thrown into the lake of fire. So, what is the Bible talking about? What, what judgment? So, I will face judgment after death and another judgment after. So, what is it talking about? I want to explain judgment to you. There are two main types of judgment. The judgment in the book of Hebrews chapter 7, the verse 29, 27, sorry. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27. It's different from the judgment in Revelation chapter 20. Now, let's read the book of Hebrews chapter 7, chapter 9, the verse 27. I want to explain something to you. Hebrews 9, 27. Mm -hmm. Louder, please. Hebrews 9, 27. Uh-huh. So man must die once, then what next? And after that, certainly judgment. So immediately a man dies, that man is being judged. But how is that man being judged? Is it when the book is being opened and quickly they begin to account for his sins and whatever he did on earth? Now Revelation 20, verse 11 to 15. Revelations 20. Now please follow this picture carefully. It will change your life. Uh -huh. Then I saw a great white throne, uh -huh. and the one who was seated upon it, uh -huh. from whose presence and from the sight of whose face, earth and sky flew away. So, in the sight of the presence of this one that sits upon the throne, the earth flew away, the skies equally flew away. Now, you see, during the end time, the earth will flee. There will be nothing like planet Earth. There will be nothing like sun. We'll get there, we'll get something from you. Okay. There was no place found for it. There was no place even found for the sun. As powerful as the sun is, it's no more powerful than God. Alright, move on. I also saw the dead, uh -huh. great and small. So the dead, great and small. 
There's two before that. This people stood before, but there was already a first judgment of them when they died. Why did they do that again? Uh -huh. And the books wait, 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 wait. So the first thing was what? And the books. Please keep it in mind. Books. Uh -huh. Then another book. Then another book. So first of all, there was a there are books. And then there's another book called the book Which is of the book of life. Life. These are two different things. Don't mistake it. So, now, there were books that were opened. And second of all, another book was opened. This book was different from the other books. Which this book is called the book of life. The what was in there now? Move on, please. And the dead were, were judged by what they had. So it was talking uh, respectively. Are you here? Respectively. So it's not speaking about the books. Are you here? How does it this? Okay. When we say something is respectively, let's say, okay, we have number one, then we have Pastor Peter, number two, Pastor Cecilia, number three, Pastor Ivan, number four, Pastor Paul, all right? So when we say these are things that respectively, they are according to, I hope you understand that word. So, okay, so now move on. So now the, the things coming now are coming because of the books. All right? All right. Okay, so what are the books for? Move on. And the dead were judged by what they had done. Uh-huh. The whole way of living in So these books contain the way of life of people. What they did. Why they did what they did. Their feelings was equally judged. That's yeah. dumb. <laughs> in the books. Don't get scared. Don't get scared. Okay, move on. Their aims, their aspirations, your what, the achievement you want to attain, all these things were being judged. Your aim, your plans. Okay. In accordance with what was recorded in the books. So in accordance with what? So the books have what they they they, they are to live for, and this is being judged. So everyone has. So the, the life you are living is not a life thing, it's a descriptive thing. So you are being judged according to that which is for you. The will of God for your life. Okay. Uh-huh. And the seed delivered after death, who were in it? Mm -hmm. death so as I said the other day, the, 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 the cemetery is not the last one. The cemetery is even a fruit to preserve your body. So the, the earth and the seed were given up the dead so they can go back. Uh -huh. Death and Hades surrounded the dead. And all were, and all were tried, and their cases determined by what they have done. So their cases was determined by what they have done. These are two different things. See, they are being sentenced, and the sentence, the sentence of a fornicator is different from that of a murderer. The sentence of a weed smoker is different from the sentence of a drug smoker. Yet, the sentence of a liar is different from the sentence of 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 uh, how do you say it? A killer, whatever it is you want to say. Okay. Now, that's the last verse. Yeah. Move on. 14. Yeah, to 15. Okay. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. So understand, as I said the other day, that, he, that hell is not the permanent place. Hell is a temporal place. Hell is a temporal place. Okay, why is it temporal? I will explain. This huh? is the second death, the huh? lake of fire. Uh -huh. And if anyone's name was not found in the record or recorded in the book of life, 
he was called into the lake of fire. So remember that there are two books, but your name must be recorded in the book of life for you to know that to be a believer and to be saved. And the people whose names are in the book of life, their judgment is different from the people whose names are not in the book of life. Now let me explain these two judgments. The judgment in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, chapter 9, the verse 57, which is that after death there is judgment. Now, anytime a man dies, if this man is a Christian or a believer, this goes into paradise, not heaven. Okay. The moment someone dies right now, if any believer dies right now, this believer goes into paradise. Book of Hebrews, uh, book of Luke uh, 23, 43. Luke 23, 43. When someone dies right now, they don't go to heaven. They go to paradise. Luke 23, 43. Yeah, move on. Uh -huh. Mm -hmm. Truly I tell you, today you shall be with me in paradise. So this was a thing by Jesus Christ. And was asking that if you are God, then let me go with you, whatever it is. And Jesus said, okay, now today you will be with me in paradise. Paradise simply means a place of delight in the presence of God. It's like Aiden, the garden of Aiden. Are you with me? Okay. Now, so paradise is a temporal place for the souls of believers. Are you here? Or are you here? And that is the judgment because when a man dies, their souls are not left wanting. They don't, they, don't, they don't hover around or wander around. Their souls are being judged to where they must go and keep wait for the final judgment. So this is a temporal judgment that separates the sheep from the goats for the main judgment. Are you here? So if any believer dies right now, it's either the believer goes to heaven. But the unbeliever goes to hell automatically. So that's a judgment. Are you here? That's a judgment that everyone who dies right now, these people are the pre-rapture people. The death that happens um, pre-rapture or before rapture, these are the things that will happen. So if anyone dies right now who is a believer, he goes to paradise. And if anyone dies right now who is an unbeliever, they go to hell. Remember in the book of Revelation chapter 20, scripture said that the hell will be thrown, hell and death will be thrown into the lake of fire. So the final destination for the souls of the unbelievers are lake of fire. And I'll explain to you. So do we understand the first judgment? This is a separation for temporal place for the main judgment where everything rapture and everything is okay. Then the main judgment will come. But where we all, we all stand. Now now let me explain the revelation to the twenties judgment to you now. That and books were open. And in this book contains the aims, the aspirations, the feelings, the things that were done by men. So unbelievers are going to be judged by the things they do or the things they did on earth. And why are these unbelievers going to be judged? How are they going to be judged? When you are being judged, as much as it is the lake of fire. The lake of fire has compartments, it has chambers, it has cubicles. And in this cubicle, everyone at its fire level, <laughs> and everyone at its punishment. <laughs> Some will have fire and well eating up their, 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 their cells, works, and fire. Some will have only fire. Some, some will have more than that. See, it will, I said, see, we'll go with our flesh. 
Bible says that our flesh will be changed. I'm going to the book of Corinthians that our flesh will be transformed. Here. So, you see, you have flesh in heaven, and you equally have flesh in hell. The fire is not going to be burning, burning, burning. They are just feeling it too. You see, it burns. It's like it's eating your body. It's eating your flesh. Eh? And by the time you realize your flesh is growing again, and then you see. You see, what we know is that maybe we are frying chicken. Those of you who can fry like. And when the chicken is being fried, you can turn the other side and all that, alright? So it's fine. But this time around, it's as if you are frying the chicken and you remove the skin. Then it's getting fried, then you put the skin again, then it's fried, you remove it. On burning it here, some will be having fire and some will be having maggots. The maggot is not being burnt by the fire. So, the judgment of the unbelievers is according to the sins that they have committed. The things they have done that are not in the books according to the will of God for their life. Are you here? So, it's not to make you scared at all. But it's to make you love God. Fornicators, dramaful will be on the call. We force will be on the call. Small cases will be on the call. You see, when we even have priests, you can't put mattress close to teeth. No, they're, no, they're two different people. No, they're, they're, so, so Satan understands structure. If you've ever read the Bible and even in this life, you understand that Satan understands structure. So Satan, Satan will never allow you to be in the same place. He will convince you to go and do that sin. But after that, you will be you are you. Joke and still go and mess up around again. You see, as I said earlier on, you may think the coming of Christ is a joke, but all things that are happening in the world currently are pointing to the second coming of Christ. So it could be a joke for you, it's not a joke. My duty is to preach. So your blood will not be requested on me. I'm giving my point. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, after the judgment of the unbelievers, you see, already, you know, there has been already a separation between the believers and the, and the unbelievers because of the first judgment, which is the, uh, the one in the Hebrews. Now, how are Christians going to be judged? Now, see, what is going to happen to Christians? Bible said, and your sins will be recorded no more. So there is no record of your sins as a believer, as a Christian in heaven. But what is being recorded is the will of God for your life if you were able to achieve the will of God for your life. And when you are being judged as a Christian, there are going to be a crown of life, awards, medals. But you are clapping. When, when you are scared of the same one, you will not get happy for the Christian world. So, the believer's judgment is going to be about... You see, when you have military men, they have stars in the, on the uniform. So in heaven, you, you see me with a swag, we win my tags, we win my rounds, you know. Oh, 
You want this soul. You want to pick up this mother. God will give me blue.
that. That should be your concern. Am I fulfilling the will of God? Because someone is fulfilling the will of God. Look at Kabinu. You are going to fulfill his rule, not your rule. Hey, when the judgment comes, you are off. All right, please move on. It's a long verse, so you move on. Huh? So we are given this gift, these duties according to our abilities. Listen, some of you, if you come and stand at this position, you will die early. Like you will even die before the age I've got into. Oh, come on. What we go through. Okay. So he that received five wanted to invest. Like right now, I'm investing that which God has given me. And also investing in your life so you can also achieve. So you invest. Account and team and team tears here. Invest. Uh-huh. And he gave five talents more. Uh-huh. And likewise, he who had received the two talents. Mm-hmm. He also gave two talents. So wait, remember that I used to tell you that I didn't know how to preach at first. The only thing I was doing is speaking prayer and reading deliverance. But suddenly God added to me the gift of teaching, the gift of um, prophesying, the gift of working miracles, remember? So he said, he he that received five, when he was faithful in the five, five more was given to him. He that received two, when he was faithful in the two, two more was given to him. So as I'm being faithful, more is being added. You, your own, you are staying in one way. Ask yourself, are you being faithful? What talks are? Are you being faithful? <laughs> okay, move on. <laughs> but he who had received one talent went and dug a hole mm-hmm. in the ground and hit. So some of you are just praying. You're not being faithful. You're just praying. God, do this, do But it is the faithfulness also that brings about the multiplication, not only prayer. But, but, obey me. man, the back. I'm saying, what then I would demand the back. One more, if I want to move on back. You will say, what would they find? Yes, you can. So some of you are like that. If you like someone can say that person can dance, what here, what what it means, what it means, so I feel like so what do I do with my what do you do for And the mistake we also do as business is that we call for what? We call for uh, how do you call it? Uh, dancing, choreography, drama. Then we leave the others. So people are feel, people feel left out. That they cannot serve God, but someone can speak good English. But in the region, someone is beautiful, it's their gift. Let them stand there and do protocol. Yeah! Are you with me? Okay, you move on, please. So, you right now, right now, begin to ask yourself what has God given you that you can use to serve Him? What do you have? Don't think I'm already doing something. No, no, no. Ask yourself what are you, what do you, what do you have right now? That you can give to God and serve Him faithfully, and more will be added. If it is plenty beauty, yeah, yeah. imagine someone who's already beautiful serving God. Now God did more account. Come on, my goodness. <laughs> no wonder I'm getting handsome every day. <laughs> now, after a long time, uh-huh. the master of those servants returned. After a long time. And settled Listen, after a long time, you okay. It's been 2,000 years now, 2,020 years now since Jesus Christ left home. Okay. And he who had received the five talents came and brought him five. So accountability, that's this judgment day. Mm-hmm. Say, Master. So the books are being opened. Mm-hmm. You entrusted to me five talents. Uh-huh. Here, I have gained five more talents. 
So imagine this is you standing before God. How will it be like? Okay, move on. His So, the one who was born upright was because of his faithfulness in executing his task. Not because maybe one day he told a lie, though, but because he was faithful in execution. Hmm? I'll put you in charge of much. So, more was given to him. Enter into the share. Enter and share. No. Enter into and share the joy which your master enjoys. So, now we are entering into the place of God. And we are enjoying what God enjoys. So this is we in heaven. And then what God is eating, that's what we are eating. The water God drinks, that's what we are drinking. So eternal death is a transition into eternal glory, dependent if you have God or not God. Are you here? Enter, so after that one has been checked and that one has become faithful, then enter and enjoy what your father is enjoying. Hey. Move on, please. And he who also had two talents came for a thing. You know, you know, when your mom is serving you, your mom is serving your father, and there are two different things. The meat or your father's food is for you to your food. And sometimes you wish for your father's food, right? And this is where all my your father, if your father says you want to eat anything, your mom, your mom will do it. By you. So this is God, this is this God here. No. Now, what I am eating is the food you equally eat. Imagine. I did you clap this before. See, imagine even on earth, even on earth, even on earth, even on earth, alright? Your father is eating and you look at your food, look at your father's food. You feel like now I'm paper by your Even sometimes when you're eating with your father, you're eating with the elderly people, open your father, I was soon found now. If an elderly person doesn't take fish, you don't take fish first. And where I come from, if you're eating with an elderly person, when an elderly person doesn't take fish first, don't make mistake and take fish. And this point is saying that this don't matter about me taking fish or not. Take, take, take. Don't even worry about me eating, you just eat what I'm eating. Faithfulness, it's very important. Okay, move on, please. 
You can't do anything with it. Why won't you go and give it to someone to do it? So if God has given you money to serve you, you think this money you can't serve God with it? If you take Ghana from my family will be not funny. You want to be found your family will be. Go to us here. Go to us here. And your mama will come with one for seven. Who find your protocol? Who find your singing? Who did who did tea? He is good, but for nothing. He is a priest. He goes to church. 
but for nothing. <laughs> don't be good for nothing. No. You see, I said, you see, when you're even giving something to someone, don't just give to someone. You must have an expectation. Don't be good for nothing. It is bad. You must be good for something. There must be a reason to which you do everything. Oh, I like this person. That's what I'm doing. No, no, no. There must be a reason. Find it out. The second judgment of the believer. The believer is going to be judged according to the will of God for their life. See, so God will bring people your way to tell you His will for your life, and it is up to you to walk in it. Sometimes the mistake is that you might not know that you are not walking the will of God or walking the will of God. Sometimes until the day, if God is merciful to you, He will bring men to your way and tell you, "Stop." You will bring men your way and tell them this thing, this thing, this that you're doing, it is wrong. Hey, so people don't get it like that too. So people don't get it. Don't, they don't have anyone to tell them what they're doing is wrong or what they're doing is right. Are you here? Are you here, somebody? Are you going to smash it? God loves you, He will set people your way. That you will not become good for nothing. Tell somebody, don't be good for nothing. Alright. Now, the judgment of the unbeliever has taken place when he is in hell but in chambers of hell in a different compartment and then the judgment of the believer has also taken place and where this believer is enjoying in crowns so you see some of us will wear sin that is what we sin even though our rank okay <laughs> I don't know how to say this but let's, let's just uh, move on with it now, if this judgment happens, where will you be? Will you be good for nothing? Or will you be good for something? I just want to take 20 seconds of your time. Begin to ponder that will you be good for something or good for nothing? Will you be good for something or good for nothing? On the day when judgment takes place, will you be found faithful? Will you be found walking in the will of God for your life? Will you be found faithful servant? Will you be seen? Will you be tapped as a faithful servant by God? Will you be given a crown of life? You be there, be thinking elsewhere. Think the one that thinks about death is wise. We read it here. So think about death that if you should happen, will you be found faithful? You are beautiful right now, but health and lack of life doesn't care about your beauty. Whether I'm beautiful or ugly, the fire will burn you. Doesn't care about beauty. Doesn't care about how much money you have. Doesn't care about the number of friends you have. Doesn't care about the people you know. It will bend you. But are you faithful? Are you walking the will of God for your life? Revelation chapter 2, verse 10. Let me just touch on the rapture a little. One day I have time to explain the rapture and everything that will happen to you. I'm going to touch on it a little. Maybe the next five minutes. Revelation 2, verse 10. 
So, wait, listen. This is the angel of the God sending a message through an angel of God to the churches around. And he said that for you, this particular church, don't be in fear. Be encouraged. Are you okay? For all the things that are going to happen, are going to happen. They are going to happen for your good, but you, you are going to be saved. So, I'm talking about the rapture, the end time. Now, when the end time is happening right now, hmm? We are already in the, we are not in the last days, so we are in the last of last days. Because you think we are in the last day, we are the last day like that. We are in the last of last days. Okay, please move on. What does it say? So the devil is even about to throw some of you into prisons. It could be physical prisons where you will see men of God in prisons like they are seeing right now. Are we seeing men of God in prisons? And politicians are out of prisons? Okay. Uh huh. That you may be tested and proved. That this one will be a test for you. So the man of God will be in prison. It's a test for them. If you hear that any man of God is in prison, don't judge the man. No. Whatever thing the man was stuck with, don't judge him. Because God is allowing him to go through that for a particular reason. And then that one is being what? So each one of us will have a particular level of prison we will enter. When we will all be tested and before the rapture, listen. Some of you believe that rapture will take place before the world will get destroyed and famine and all that. No, 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 no. Listen, 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 listen. Listen. We will see death or three happening here. We will see uh, people fighting here. We will see more diseases deadly and we are seeing right now here. We will all be here. Now rapture is not happening here. There are no way to see us now rapture is you. Why are all these things happening? These things are happening for God to know who really is a believer and who is not a believer. Imagine that, see, we will not go before the Antichrist will come home. We will be here and the Antichrist will come. If we leave the Antichrist, then what is his essence? Because the people who are already there are unbelievers, so they will already take the, the chip. They are there to go. But the chip of the six sixes, the man of the peace, whatever it is, the chip that will be given will be here and to be given. Eh? Will be here and to be given. That chip will be here and to be given. Then we will see that person, when you don't have that chip, you cannot buy food to eat. You cannot, you cannot drink water. You cannot do anything. Then we will see that if you will still stay, or you say, enough is enough, don't take this chip and you can't take it. You want to satisfy your tongue. If you don't have that chip, you will not have a place to stay. You will not have a place to stay at all. You can't rent a room if you don't have that chip. Then you will know if you are a believer or not. You see, it's like the Israelites in Egypt. You know when Moses turned the water into blood, the Israelites were still in Egypt. When the frogs were coming out of the water, and troubling people of the town. Israelites were still in Egypt. They were all facing that one home. When the spirit of death, the angel of death passed over the doors in the rooms of people to kill their firstborn child, Israel was still in Egypt. Do you remember? So when you look at the life of the Egyptians and Israelites, it's like we and the world. And that's how Raptors would be. Before Moses was what well, well, Moses was sent to take the Israelites away. So Let's take the life of Moses as the life of Jesus. When he came to rescue the Israelites from the hands of Pharaoh. So Pharaoh now here becomes the Antichrist. And Moses now here becomes Jesus Christ.
So we will, there will be farming. Like a lockdown, that people do not have food to eat. This one is said, when I see lockdown, there is one coming where it's not lockdown. You'll be, you'll be out. You'll be locked out. But there is no food coming. You start hearing that there is no rain, people cannot farm. That rain, that's why the rain, the climatic change has happened. The pattern of rainfall has changed. It will get to a point where we don't have any rain anymore. Water is life. We begin to buy water at some as a price, you don't understand. We want the water to increase pure water price. We don't know. We don't know what is called so There is a time we are entering. Thank God. Thank God. I saw an angel right here. There is a time there is a time we are entering. There is a time we are entering. Which is going to be that? Even very soon, very soon. I'm not talking about operations, but very soon. We are going to have news in this country, different countries, that water bodies are being poisoned. So people should not drink from this water body. Just watch. Watch. My name is Desmond Kuji. This is what the Lord told me. That there are going to be water bodies that are going to be poisoned. They'll say, don't give news. Don't drink from this water body. Don't do drink from this sea. Don't go to this beach anymore. It is poisoned. A lot of things, many products are going to be poisoned. Many products are going to be taken out of the market. Forget to put a basketball authority. <laughs> All these things are going to happen before we'll be raptured. Understand that. And then after things happen, then when the rapture takes place, there is other people that will be taken again. But these people there, if we live to that particular generation, because I was that particular generation, they will, they will seek to die, but they cannot see death. They will stop themselves, yet they are still alive. They will drink poison, they are still alive. <laughs> Now, there are some countries you can't enter unless you take certain vaccines. 
Whether you are sick or you are not sick, you must take that vaccine in that country. And you ask them why they will not have it. It's a protocol. It's either you take this vaccine before you enter the country or you don't take it at all, you don't enter. Imagine, you have your visa, you have your ticket. But if you don't take this injection, it will not allow you into the town, into the country. So far as you want to enter to this country, then take this injection. The world we are entering into is going to get darker. I just heard recently that a boyfriend killed the girlfriend because he heard that the girlfriend went to cheat. Forget you. And there are some things that will happen that is not even cheating in Kamu, lying in Kamu. Now, so okay. We hear people say they put their boyfriend or girlfriend in their boots. And they'll be at the airport. Most of those things are going to happen. We hear that guys are supposed to eat bags before they get rich. Plenty of those things are going to happen. But thank God we are here to hear this message. Now when it's happening and you are even being forced to go and take such money, you remember that you've been taught before. So that when God is judging you, you know that he has taught you before. Hallelujah. Now, Revelation 21, I'm ending with this. Revelation 21, the verse 10. I'm ending with this. Revelation 21. Now, after we've all been judged, and we stay in heaven for a while, this is what will happen. The earth will vanish. The skies, everything will vanish. But we'll, we'll, be, we'll be brought to a new earth. And this is what the Bible says about this new earth, which is called a new Jerusalem. Uh-huh. 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 So, in a vision, this one of God saw the place that is already see this place. I go to my father's house and I build so many what mansions. So this place is already in existence. This place is being prepared by God already in existence. Huh? Okay. No, so when you went there, what happened, please? God in God's glory. Uh-huh. The laughter of it resembled the rare and most and most precious jewel. Uh-huh. So it's describing how the place is very beautiful. Uh-huh. Like Jasper, shining clear as crystal. Uh-huh. It had a massive and high wall with 12 gates. You, you know, this, let me just explain this to you. You see, it's not like this place, it's not Tarazo. You see, when people have a wedding, they have some stage, uh, like they stand on and they dance. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's crystal. <laughs> see, that, that, that wedding thing is everything you know. It's a crystal, right? I said, a form, a form, no. And then, and then go down. <laughs> a form, no, yeah, boy. New Jerusalem now. See, there is a new earth that will come again. This is not heaven, no. This one is passing. So this one is a new Jerusalem, like earth we are right now. Mm-hmm, gravels. Yeah, for example, when you are coming to my house, there's an entire road. When you come to the you see that road. When you come to the you see that road. road. No, 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 not that one. That everywhere is crystal. All right, people. And listen, your bodyguard is not some 80-year-old man who is looking to feed his family. Angel is your guard. Oh my goodness. 
Do we have people in Afghanistan angels, right? Okay. Uh huh. This time around, these angels will be very visible to you. No more. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we are going to be grouped according to the 12 tribes of Israel. Uh -huh. We are written on the east side of the Uh-huh. On the north side. You know, this 12 tribe of Israel what is a son of a man of God. <laughs> Manasseh, Ephraim, call them. These are sons. And this man of God has made a mark that God has named his children on the gates of the new earth they are coming. Imagine me giving birth to 12 children and the names of my children are on the gates of every door and each, every place you enter the tennis what is being done there. Imagine. What, what kind of investment did this man make in the heart of God? That his, 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 the name of his children has to be inscribed upon gates in heaven. Father, I pray on all you in the ground. But a whole palace Dedicated to me, this one good to it. And I thank you. Because of Jesus. Look at this. On the east side, three gates. Mm -hmm. On the north side, three gates. Mm -hmm. On the south, three gates. And when you look at this, it looks like a cross. The way the gates are people look at a cross. Uh -huh. And on the west side, three gates. Mm -hmm. And the wall of the city had 12 fountains. Mm -hmm. And on them, the 12 names of the 12 so the 12 apostles, 12 apostles, 12 apostles of what? The Lamb. Of the Lamb. The Lamb is who? How many disciples Jesus Christ have? So how many disciples did he have? Including Judas, right? But Judas died. And when he died, he had to go to hell because he killed himself. It was murder. So now someone replaced Judas. Huh? Someone replaced Judas on earth. And that same person who replaced Judas. And a <laughs> Okay. So you just say, I probably said that will give you that a place here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Okay. And he who spoke to me had a golden measuring rod to measure the city and its gate and its wall. Move to verse 22. I saw no temple in the city, but the Lord. You do 20. The fifth onyx, the fifth sardio, the seventh bright sodium, the eighth barrel, I'm ending with this, so you move on. Gold. Who said, Who already remember a gold? 
you can't see something else at the other side. Yeah. The gold becomes like a mirror in Ghana or in the world. Now, when we see gold, a gold can only become like a mirror. You can see some your face of it. But this it is translucent, it is like transparent. It is gold, but you can see through the gold. It is gold. You're looking at this side, but you can see me here. It is gold. But the gold is Heaven is beautiful, no? I think I need to have Okay, I saw no temple in the city. Uh-huh. For the Lord God only potent and the Lamb. So he saw no temple, no structure. Temple had before worshiping. He didn't have temple. For the Lord God only potent and the Lamb. And the city has no need of the sun, nor of the moon. So the city that we are in the new Jerusalem that will come will come to. What will be on earth now? It needed no sun. It needed no moon. Why? Because what? Jesus. Mm -hmm. For the splendor mm -hmm. and the radiance, mm -hmm. God illuminated. And the lamb, and the lamb Imagine. is its lamb. Imagine. 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 But we will come back to an, an earth that is different from this earth we are seeing, but on earth, which is called a new Jerusalem, which will not need the sun to burn our skin again. We will not need the sun or electricity. Jesus or God Himself is light. And His light radiates every place for us to see the world, to see everything clear. <laughs> Tell someone clear. Yeah. Imagine. And for us to be able to see everything clear, it means that God was staying, is staying with us. Move on, please. The nations shall walk by its light. And the nations shall walk by its light. Remember, I call you nations. Yes. Remember? Yes. Okay. And the rulers and the leaders of the earth shall bring into it their glory. And its gates shall never be closed by day. And there shall no night there. So, this, 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 finally, finally, finally. At, in this new earth will come. We don't have morning, afternoon, evening. It's always day. There is no night. It's always day. There's nothing like border. Where we close border? Where no one can travel? It's not like closed. The border is always open. You can move. You can travel to wherever you want to go. As a matter of fact, there is no plane in heaven. But you know how? Sorry, you know how you're going to be traveling to, to, to even if I want to go visit the divine, you know how I'm going to go. I'm going to buy my mind. My mind takes me there. Like I'll be taking points. That's the means of transport in heaven. I'm going to eat at this place. Why? No. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. 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 Okay. Shall ever enter. It means Satan will not be there. There will be nothing like sin. There will be nothing like, who you be there, right? <laughs> 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 Shall ever enter. See, I'll give an opportunity to dance like Bishop. Then I go Bishop into the behave like this. No, 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 no. I can't, I can't fool myself. You know? I can't. I can't. I can't fool you. Know? I know. But because like Bishop, we have to maintain some life. That will happen. Hallelujah. But there's nothing like sin over there in the new Jerusalem. 
you, you can crash on whatever you want to crash on. Means that uh, I said, uh, say what? If you look at the woman lastfully, you have seen it. I had no. I will look. Nowadays, <laughs> nowadays, if, if you are walking and someone is there, because he has big, plenty bong bong, and I'm walking, I'm watching you see to help them. I think you are not watching by the way. How do I walk? Who does step on? Who, who does do something? So, oh, see what? You are walking. Some, sometimes, if, if you have a wife, eh, you see what? If you, like you are walking with your wife, then you are walking. Then a, a girl is shaking their bong bong and walking there. If you are walking with your wife, you walk, watch and see what you have to do. Watch and see. So you do not as you are talking to your wife. You are not looking there. But the thing is, not because you want to talk to your wife, it's because there's something the bong bong wants to say. Are you with me? But when we come to the new habit, we all be calling with white white garments. Nice. What with bong bong, what with no bong bong? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.